Blog Talk Radio. If you must blink, do it now. It's time for Cinema Savant. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is a war room. Your weekly source for movie news. The gods gave us many gifts. One day you'll know them all. Movie reviews. Are you suggesting coconuts migrate? And the occasional Hollywood rumor. Listen. You smell something? Hosted by Todd Vandenberg. Not for why you can, the monkey boy. And Rob Steele. We're on a mission from God. Yikes! Better go ahead and get started early this week because, oh my God, there was so much to go through Comic-Con hit this week because, you know, it's that time of year and that is when, you know, it used to be a comic book convention, that's why it's called Comic-Con, and yet every movie on the planet has decided to show up and make all their announcements in San Diego and holy cow, but before we get to Comic-Con, Quick introductions. He's read Rice Cakes. I am. Last time I heard. I, I'm I'm a bit overwhelmed because it's that kind of week. And I'm also confused. Uh, Todd said we should start off with the box office because it looked really weird this week. And I said, how could it look weird? Comic-Con's going on. Movies are at the forefront of everyone's thoughts. And then I looked at it and went, holy crap, it is weird. So it let's weird. go over this a little bit real quick. Uh you want to start with the Valerian thing because that is funny. Yeah, the Valerian thing. Start. Valerian, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. Luke Besson's latest, really cool looking and kind of eh, weird movie. Uh, you notice the ads for Valerian. Every single critic's response is that they publish. Oh my God, what a beautiful movie! Most beautiful movie I've ever seen in my life. Not one of them says this is actually a good movie. Just how great it looks. I was like, yeah, we know it's going to look great. Uh, $17 million opening domestically, which is awful. It opened in fifth place. Um, here's the big problem for the studio. Uh, according to boxoffice.com, the budget was $209,184,000. Uh, I'm guessing those were sandwiches for the director, the $184,000. $17 million opening on a $209 million dollar budget that is things look bleak uh, for our hero yes that is <laughs> unbelievably i mean this is going to make ishtar look like an unmitigated success instead of success. a disaster it was yes wow um That's horrible. and there was as rob said there's so much hype and build-up for this movie i mean tons of ads god knows what they spent in advertising so yeah a lot more than the hundred eighty four thousand. A lot more. Uh, this is released by STX Entertainment, which hopefully was created just for this purpose. Actually, it wasn't. Uh, they also did Bye Bye Man, The Circle, which was a bomb. The Space Between Us, which made no money. Apparently, they, apparently they specialize in movies that make no money. This is interesting. My wife is in the other room watching that right now. The Circle made $20 million. Oh, at least it made that much because I was watching it with her, and it's it's not that good. You know, when it, the thing came it's out, it's like, this looks, <laughs> as you said when we talked about it, oh, this is the net 20 years later. Who cares? Like, yep. God, what an awful concept to redo and redo and redo. So, uh, so far, the Bye Bye Man has actually made more money 
then Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. And I'm sure Valerian will eventually get more than 22 million, but wow. And this is just a, amazing disaster. And on the good front, Dunkirk made $50 million. Haven't had a chance yeah. to see it yet. It's supposed to be wonderful. Good for them. Girls Trip has already made $30 million on a budget of 19 Yay for successes. So, yeah, pretty awesome. And Spider-Man came in at third, or for the Planet of the Apes, dropped down at fourth. And Drop that's about enough of that. Um, like, no, Spider-Man's going to be making money for a long time. Not like Wonder Woman, which is still cranking it up and is now at $389 million, which is pretty good, which means uh, Batman is the only character who's made more money than Wonder Woman domestically, which is pretty cool. I will agree, and that that's awesome. Um, now, the Spider-Man thing, and this hit me earlier because my daughter, uh, my youngest one, Likes watching the 1966 Spider-Man cartoon. <laughs> They're awesome. The, the, the Spider-Man, Spider-Man. You remember that one. Everyone has seen it at some point. Anyway, Absolutely. something we noticed in this uh, is that there's a glitch in Spider-Man's costume in those because the spider on his costume only has six legs. Animation me. was animation was very expensive in those days. They, you know, just yeah, that's saving a lot of money, money, I suppose. That's one hundred eighty-four thousand dollars that they then transferred to the budget for Valerian. Ah, uh, two extra legs. So, you know, I checked on on Homecoming just to make sure. Yes, there are eight legs on his costume in Homecoming. Um, <laughs> and it has the original theme. It does. That would be funny though if they if they if they screwed that up too. Um, meanwhile, in in San Diego, holy yeah. cow! Uh, there there's been movie movie news and TV news about uh, what everything ever. Seems that and way. And there's yeah. even some stuff. Some stuff came out before Comic Con, which threw me off a bit. Like um, the original RoboCop is getting a re-release because it's what thirty something years old. Thirty years old now. Is that right? Um, sure, sure. Why not? Maybe a, a, a big theatrical release. It's going to be upgraded in quality and everything. That's nice. Moving on. Um, Thirty years. <laughs> I should. Uh, Instead of remaking stuff, you know, like we say a lot. Exactly. Re-release the damn things when they're just when they're that good. Re-release it. So that's awesome. Uh, sticking with and the don't robo change theme. It. Don't change it. No, no, no special editions. Thank you. George. Um, George. Thank you, George. Yeah, speaking of uh, robo stuff, Andy Muschietti, who's a director I'm not terribly familiar with, but he is the guy who did Stephen King's It that isn't out yet, is going to be uh, directing a Robotech movie, which I think sounds awesome because I think Robotech was very cool. I'm just a bit worried that they're going to screw it up like Ghost in the Shell. Probably. Although I'm not sure you could screw it up that bad. That 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 was. <laughs> mm, mm, more on that later. Um, other stuff from before Comic Con. Uh, Mitch Pelegi was announced to be returning to the X Files as uh, director Walter awesome. Skinner, awesome. which is excellent. He was somebody who was missing. And you see, I told you it was going to come back later in the show. Before Comic Con came out. Or, or before Comic Con started, Comic Con's been out for decades. 
before it uh, started this year, there was a new trailer for Blade Runner 2049. Yep. And it looks like a spectacular sequel to Ghost in the Shell. But uh, <laughs> anyway, the the one thing that I think they screwed up, and I want to see if you caught this, um, there's been a mystery surrounding the Blade Runner series since it came out in 1982, which was, is the character of Deckard, Harrison Ford's character, is he a replicant? Now, if you listen to what uh, they say in this trailer, not the new movie. If it was in the movie, that'd be fine. In the trailer, boy, do they make it sound like he's a replicant. I mean, it's to the point of you know, spoiling it. What Was that just me? Or did they basically no, just say, look, he was a replicant. We're screwing it up now. I, I'm hoping it's a red herring, but it wouldn't be the first time, far from the first time, when studios decide to really, really mess up the, the impact of the movie by make, putting a big reveal in the film itself. So hopefully, like we said, that's a red herring. And then it'll probably be a double switch, and he will be a replicant in, anyway at the end after all. Yay! There will end up being six of him. No, don't do that. Um, <laughs> I just want Rutger Howard to come back. That would be interesting. That would be awesome. Um, let's see. Something for this is kind of sad news. Um, I don't know if you watched the TV series Shooter on USA. I did but not. In the middle but of I'm, a, I'm familiar with it. Yep. Um, they have filmed nine of the ten episodes for this season, and unfortunately, actor Ryan Phillip broke his leg. So. They're not real sure that, you know, they've, like I said, they've finished the first eight. They're already starting to air them. He's not going to be fixed by the time they get around to doing it. So there's no word yet on whether they're going to um, adjust everything in the storyline and try to work that in or, you know, what's going to go totally on there. So, um, I mean, pretty heavy well, rewrite, re- re- but thing, why would I heard that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the movie, but apparently my family in the other room is having a good time with it. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> Who knew it was a comedy? Um, Ryan yeah, Philippe would... broke his leg. Yay! Ha, 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 ha. What? Hopefully, anyway. hopefully they, would, they would write that in. And it seems like it would be much less expensive to do a rewrite than to shelve production for a while. So, I would think. Um, speaking of shelving production something that needs to be shelved immediately. Uh, MTV is doing Teen Wolf. And you know what? That's fine. They're getting ready to actually end the Teen Wolf series because they've just you know, come to the end of it. They're already planning the reboot. And they're planning on starting to shoot the reboot before they finish shooting the series that's already going now. Dear MTV, no, signed everybody. Just no, 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 no kidding. That's asinine. I, 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 <laughs> Rebooting I, I a series while it's still in production—that's that's pretty sweet. Hello, don't do it. Um, speaking of not doing it, and I'm not sure if this counts or not. There's going to be a—you t- know how they've been doing plays on TV in live action and every, you know live live plays on TV. That's what right. I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new one coming there is. starring Alec Baldwin in a role previously played by uh, Jack Nicholson. 
there's going to be a play version of A Few Good Men mm-hmm. with Alec Baldwin doing the You Can't Handle the Truth line. It, is that necessary? Um, I mean, I don't know. Why not? I mean, it was a play to begin with. So, oh, it was. Why not? I missed yeah. that. Yeah, it was a play. Uh, I think I'm looking it up. Yeah, okay. It was in Broadway in 1989, and then they did the film version later. So, in that case, that's necessary. Fun. It'd be interesting to see. I mean, because talk about two very different actors, Baldwin and Nicholson. But the thing they have in common, which is I'm sure why they cast both of them, is they can both be extremely intense, and they can flip that on in a, at a moment's notice. So. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see how it works out. Um, let's see. Last one before Comic-Con even kicked off. See, we there's so much stuff this week. Uh, it was announced that former Game of Thrones writer Vanessa Taylor has been, re- has been hired to rewrite the script uh, for the live-action version of Aladdin. And this worries me a little bit because... A lot of, of script rewriting. Uh, trying to cross Game of Thrones and Aladdin, and I'm like, okay, so the monkey's <laughs> going to be killed off very quickly. Yeah. Um, uh, Aladdin's going to bring Winter, and Jafar is is going to uh, rape his sister or something. Yeah. And Aladdin's just going to be very different. It. I know I'm being absolutely silly with it, but do you get that same kind of feeling that maybe? So you might want to describe that a little bit better as, hey, she's done these other things too that make that fit with the genre of what they're doing now. Yeah, I would have uh, stressed that, but of course, I'm sure they're. I mean, Game of Thrones, crazy successful, so that's what they're going with to say, oh, look, you know, she's written for Game of Thrones along with probably 50 other people. Um, it bothers me much more that they're a rewrite already. It's like. How can you not have a sense of, of where the live-action Aladdin film will go, and now you're doing doing another script? That seems kind of odd. So I don't know. Yeah, there just seems to be a lot of it going on, which we will get into as we go further into the Comic Con talk. Oh yes, we will. Um, the first big news that I heard coming out of Comic Con. And it was uh, just a casual drop, even, was that uh, director David F. Sandberg's next project is going to be DC's Shazam, or Captain Marvel, depends on your point of view. And you're right. Um, and that's, <laughs> I mean, th- th- that's supposed to be a, a, another big tentpole kind of movie that DC is going to be putting out. But then... Yeah. Jeff Johns said almost immediately came out and said something very bizarre that came out about it because the only thing we've known about the Captain Marvel movie or Shazam or whatever, uh, since they said we're doing it, is that the main bad guy uh, for Shazam being uh, Black Adam will be Mm -hmm. played by The Rock. And the first thing we hear out of Jeff Johns is The Rock will not be in the Shazam movie. Which – I, I can see that aspect of it because they should set up Black Adam as the big bad, which is what they are doing with Justice League. They're not getting to the big bad yet. But right. I cannot see the point whatsoever of doing a Shazam film at this part at this point. 
you haven't rebooted Green Lantern, which they desperately need to do. Um, don't have a standalone Flash film, which oh, we'll there's a, a lot of. There are so many characters they should hit on before they go to Shazam. Are you kidding me? And I think well, I, I I see them as totally screwing this up because to me Shazam, if it's done properly, would be kind of like big but with superpowers because he's Billy Batson. He's what ten or eleven years old, and then he's basically <laughs> Superman. But, but yeah, and I think they'll totally screw this up because it's DC. Uh, you know, unless they really pay attention to how Wonder Woman worked and get it right, but I've got – I still have I – mean, now I have maybe 5% faith in Warners. Um, we'll see when Justice League comes out, but that to me, that that makes no sense to come out with and do Shazam because they don't have a track record of taking third-tier characters and making huge successes of them like Marvel did, does. I mean, they have a track record of taking first-tier characters and – <clears throat> not doing very well with them. So, unfortunately, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I really Although hope Captain Marvel, everything is I good. I remember but... Captain Marvel having a TV series back in the seventies. Uh, but how many people do? I mean, I do too, and and I'm totally familiar with the character. And yeah, he's been around forever. But is this really what you're going to go with? Is Shazam? Uh, why wouldn't you? And maybe he'll pop up in Justice League. Maybe that's well, we'll get to the Justice League trailer. We'll that. that that would tie in, but I doubt that that's the character. Uh, I, I do too. Um, although another DC movie, that's not really a DC movie. It, it's um, more of a it, it's a documentary about the yeah. DC character. I'm glad you're Professor bringing this up, Marston, Professor Marston and the Wonder Women. Which is supposed to be a a doc, kind of a documentary about the creation of the character of Wonder Woman, which is not something I'm terribly familiar with. Um, I mean, you know, the, the Bob Kane created Batman, and she, she, uh, I've forgotten the name. Schuster and Siegel, Siegel and whatever Schuster their names Siegel. were, who created. Thank you. Uh, created Superman. Well documented. Who created Wonder Woman? Uh, uh, Steve. His name was. St- I don't know. But this is a uh, dramatization of supposedly what happened to come about with Wonder Woman. And boy, is it a lot different than I would have anticipated. And it, it yeah. almost. It almost looks like Fifty Shades of Wonder Woman. Which yeah, totally. All you have to do is look at the original Wonder Woman comics, which are available online, and. They're, they're thinly disguised bondage. I mean, they are. Sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. Then that's thinly what disguised. it is. Yeah, thinly well, disguised as bondage. How, how <laughs> hiding in plain well, sight of them. Exactly. Because she's constantly in peril. She's the hero, but she's constantly being tied up and she's in peril. And of course, she's wearing the super skimpy outfit, which is, you know, not quite how the male heroes dress after all, is it? Uh, yeah. It's. It, Seems that this is one main reason why my daughter hates the character of Wonder Woman because of the genesis of it and how it started out. And I had to tell her like nine times, "Go see the new movie because it's so far from that. You know, it's it's much better." But yeah, the guy was uh, he had different views, and it, I'm really looking forward to this movie because it's interesting to see. It would be kind of cool to see movies. It would be awesome to see a movie about. Bob, uh, 
Bob Kane and Bill Finger, who is yeah. the co-creator of Batman, who finally got his credit, what, two years ago? Um, yeah. Officially, I should say. So, yeah, it's very interesting to me to, to see the genesis of characters and where it came from. I mean, Marston was – he's a psychologist, which is – I'm sure a lot of people didn't realize either. Um yeah, I'm sure DC Dr. is not William thrilled Moulton Marston. about the <laughs> about this coming out, but that's where it came from. It's be very Look, weird. It looks spectacular to me. It's going to be an interesting movie, I think. Oh, absolutely. Um, another trailer that came out about the same time as that, and yes, we're bouncing around, and none of these are going to really go together because the next movie I'm going to mention stars Oprah Winfrey. Go figure. I saw the trailer for A Wrinkle in Time, which was a book I loved back in the third grade, and I'm not sure I've read it since. But there were parts of this book that just creeped me the hell out, and they've even put parts of those in the trailer for the movie that's coming out, uh, which stars one of the bajillion Chris's. Oh, look, it's Chris Pine, who was in the Wonder Woman movie. So if you needed a segue, there you go. There you are. Have you seen the, did you see the trailer for this? Because I thought it looked really good. I've not seen the trailer for this yet. Mainly because I got okay. tired of reading about how Oprah looks amazing. And it's oh. like, Oprah looks like she any does. actress playing a role. I mean, why would she not look amazing? They act like, oh my God, this is shocking that she looks amazing. It's like, no kidding, she's an actress. She's in makeup. She looked like, like crap before. Oh, no. I'm... <laughs> uh, that, that's what gets me. It's like, really? It's like, you're making a big deal about it? It's like, you know, if she looked like an octopus and there was no special effects, that would be amazing, okay? Uh, otherwise, right. she's she's an actress in costume. Yay! I I don't know. Sometimes no, I just have to wonder. You did a spectacular segue for that. Looks like an octopus, which makes me think of Medusa, which makes me think <laughs> of the Inhuman yes. trailer, which is the next thing I saw. Maybe all this stuff is tied together somehow. Apparently, um, it is. There's a new trailer for the Inhuman series that Marvel is coming out with on ABC later, coming out in IMAX uh, first at the end of September, end of August beginning of September, something like that. Something there. Hair moves in this trailer. Granted, yeah. I don't think it looks all that good, but still, it no, moves. It doesn't. We should be happy now. Um, I, I, I have to say, if IMAX helped fund the, the, the film, which it did, which is why it's in IMAX, which is why it's being released in theaters, the series, I should say, because it's not a movie, uh, they didn't put enough money into it. I mean, it looks no. okay, but... The, the edges around the hair, the obvious edges around the hair, uh, and I don't mean every individual hair strand. I mean the hair. Um, yeah. Very underwhelming. I am still very underwhelmed by the fact that Black Bolt just really looks like he has swallowed six bottles of KO pectate and just, and <laughs> has not eliminated for for a month. Uh, it's like, can you have another expression? I get that you're intense, and I get that it's sad that you can't talk. And come on, I mean, I am extremely disappointed in how this trailer looks. I'm going to watch it because I hope it turns out to be good. But from everything I'm seeing in the trailer, it's like, wow, this looks like a crap fest, and that's very disappointing from what Marvel has done in everything else. See, you're, you're just making the beautiful segue. Speaking of crap fest, the next trailer Woo! I saw that came out uh, comes from the Sci-Fi Channel, a, another TV series based on a superhero 
Krypton is getting a prequel TV series. Mm. What the hell for? What could so we possibly can watch have happened on <laughs> And so we can watch them all die. It seems like that. Uh, just, yeah, this, well, you know, Gotham gets ratings, so why not? Difference being that, you know, the people one. in Gotham eventually survive, whereas in Krypton, eh, there's going to be one kid and his little cousin. So basically it's Titanic, the TV series, on yeah. a planetary scale. Gotcha. I, I, I don't care. I, I don't care. I, I, I agree with your assessment as a crap fest. Suitable. Continuing suitable, the suiting that it's on sci-fi. Maybe it'll yeah. be intentionally terrible. That would work. I would watch, like... The Sharknado version of Krypton, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brainiac. No, I'll come up with something for that. I really will. Uh, just not right now <laughs> because oh, we're not we're, – we're, what, almost halfway through the show, not even halfway through the news. Um, and we've got the big news still to come. Uh, one of the Fargo people has decided to do a Doctor Doom movie. Speaking of crap fest, it's not going to yeah. work. Why? Because it's still owned by Fox, and they're not going to do it correctly. How hard was that? See, that, that, that was Agreed. easy. Agreed. Um, uh, Fox continued on with their, their display of their stuff. They decided to pretty much announce that the TV show Archer and the movie Kingsman take place in the same universe. Did you catch that? That was I didn't, kind of a – I think it was a subtle thing that they threw out, and everyone went, why? Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Um, the thing that threw me off about their, their presentation was that they did not have any trailers or footage or anything of any of the X movies that are coming out, Deadpool 2, uh two X-Men TV series they're going to have going on, an X-Men movie coming out. Did they have anything for that? Uh, they had some news that we'll get to in a minute that we're not going to like because, you know, it's Fox and X-Men. But that's it. Very There's odd. Nothing... I, I will say that do the trailer... Yeah, no kidding. I will say that the trailer for Kingsman Golden Circle, which has been out for, gosh, three weeks maybe at least, the trailer was yeah. terrific. So maybe, maybe no, it still doesn't make no, any sense tie an arrow with Kingsman. Uh, you know, it's Fox. I mean, Doctor Doom, who knows will show up and Oh, I know what they'll do. They'll put Jack Buck in Doctor Doom. That'll make it work. Oh, right. That'll right, sure. I mean, when you've had three shots at making the Fantastic Four and you've screwed up every time, so now you're just gonna do their major villain and you think they're gonna get you're gonna get that right? Like, come on, dude. Just sell off the brakes, would you please? Why, no. No, they're not going to get that correct. It's crap fest, continuing. It's crap Um, fest. Something that is not going to be a crap fest because the actor is too good to let this happen. And the the complete non sequitur, like I said, everything we've talked about so far has like a superhero thing or a supernatural thing or a sci-fi thing to going to it. Except for this news that came out of Comic-Con. Kevin Spacey has been signed on to play Gore Vidal in a movie for Netflix. That's odd that that's at Comic-Con, but that's awesome news. I think it's going to be interesting, but yeah, I'm kind of going, wait, really? What? What does that do? And here, have an aardvark. What the hell is this for? (laughs) (laughs) 
speaking of aardvarks, I wonder if William F. Buckley is going to be in the film, too. Not the because he's dead, but I would hope uh, that Buckley would be in it because I can't see the point of making a movie about Gore Vidal without having Buckley in because the rivalry. Hmm. Interesting. I actually need to look this up because for some reason I got Gore Vidal and Vidal Sassoon confused. Um, <laughs> that, would be, that would be a very different film. Wow. Because I was like, it's, why is Kevin Spacey playing Gore Vidal Sassoon? I don't get that. Anyway. As he's, as he's writing his biography of Aaron Burr, he's cutting hair. Anyway. <laughs> that was my fault. I, I blame the meds I'm on. Okay, so... Uh, coming out next, in a, a meanwhile, back in superheroes, the Titans TV series based on the Teen Titans, only they're a little bit older now, starts filming next week. I haven't even heard any casting about this, but they announced that the filming of the 13-episode series or season, not series, uh, unless you're in the UK, where series and season are interchangeable, apparently, anyway – it starts filming. Had you heard anything about this? It's con- I've heard nothing. I've heard the characters, but that's it. Um, and then, let's see, so moving on from there. And yes, we're going through this quickly because, yeah, there's that much stuff. MGM announced that they're going to be making another Stargate series, except this time it'll be animated. Um, and digital only, right? Yes. And I okay. I liked the movie. I could not get into any of how many TV series were there. I think there were three TV series. Seems like it's endless. SC One, uh, Atlantis, and the other one. Exactly the same. I thought the movie was a lot of fun, in a large part because of Kurt Russell, which you know, Kurt Russell yeah. put a Kurt Russell in anything, and it's a lot of fun or intense and scary depending on the movie. But yeah, I couldn't get into the series at all. So I'm um, kind of like, eh. Exactly. I, I, I couldn't bring myself to care one way or the other. But millions um, of people are thrilled, and we're happy for those millions of people. Exactly. Kind of. Kind of. Just, just because it's not something we particularly care about, we're going to announce it anyway because it's news, and that's what we do. Something Fox could take a hint from. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> moving on. And speaking of Fox... See, that was my segue. Ta-da. Lovely. Uh, Channing Tatum says that the gam- because he watched the Logan film and he watched the Deadpool film, he's now much more interested in doing Gambit because he thinks they can do it correctly. No, they can't. It's Fox. Uh, this leads me directly into, do we have to have a Gambit film? Does anyone remember well, they, about the Gambit film? If they're going to do a Gambit film, they better do it before Channing, before they're doing old Gambit um, yeah, I don't. I don't care about a Gambit film. It's an interesting character, but I, I really don't care about that. There are more characters they could do standalone films on. Absolutely. Uh, but speaking or, of Channing Tatum, also their main character is right. Well, yeah. Uh, Channing Tatum has also been announced to do the new Van Helsing franchise film, which is supposed to be intertwined with all the monster films that are coming out. So, oh goody, more Channing Tatum, because he's pretty to look at. I like looking at him, especially when he's not wearing a shirt. No, no, just. (laughs) (sighs) 
speaking of people I'm frankly kind of tired of looking at, Christopher Nolan, no, not him, uh, has announced that if he's going to do a Bond movie, he's going to want to get a different Bond, and who he would like is Tom Hardy. Do you think that's a good idea for the next Bond? Um, I can see Tom Hardy. Yeah, I do. I can see Tom Hardy as Bond. Um, As long as he doesn't wear that Bane mask. Why he's not going to wear the Bane mask ever again, hopefully. Uh, What the heck is the movie? And, of course, keep on talking about other things because I can't think of the name of the movie, but he's excellent in this movie. And it's basically it's a a one-man play. He's a businessman who's just driving in his car, and he's having – his life is falling apart. And it's not Death of a Salesman. That would be pretty interesting. And where the hell is it? (laughs) Um, anyway, Locke. That's the name of it, Locke, L-O-C-K-E. Uh, yeah, based on that, plus he obviously has action chops. Yeah, I, I think he'd be an excellent Bond. But I still prefer a gentleman whose name will come up later in the show, I'm sure, because he is Uh-oh. in the film, which they release a trailer. So let's a see. Next bit of news that floated across my desk or across my computer or – the ether at the cloud. Uh, Jason Blum and Todd McFarlane are going to be producing a new Spawn movie. Going to be a hard R version and considerably better than the one that came out in the 90s because it's going to be hard to get uh, not as good as that movie should have been. Wow. I like the idea. I do too. Um, Spawn was Spawn was a good character, even though uh, Image Comics doesn't exist anymore as such. Um, I thought it was good, so you know, go ahead, make another one. Uh, then yeah, this is first... not a. Yeah, this is not rebooting yeah. something that they just did five years ago. So yeah, I'm I'm all for right. that, especially the direction that they're going. Because if you're going to do Spawn, that's the way to do it. Oh, so. and it was announced that uh, McFarlane himself would be directing. So, you know, if the creator is the one who's going to direct, hey, that works. Um, Then we got our first bad news uh, of of two. Uh, Deborah Walting, or Watling, I'm sorry, I am terribly sorry, uh, who was one of the companions on Doctor Who back with Patrick Troughton, Doctor Number Two, um, she lost her battle with cancer, which I thought was Mm. really bad. Um, That is bad. Although the way it was announced, and that's the way that the, the two death announcements that happened at this were, were not good. They called her the first companion on Doctor Who, and she wasn't. You know, a, a, little, a little research wouldn't kill you. Um, <laughs> that's probably not the best way of phrasing it, but there we go. So moving on from, from the bad news um, to something that – it's got to be better than season one. Iron Fist was renewed, and there will be a season two of it. <laughs> the same, same exact thought. Um, the only thing wrong with Iron Fist is Iron. It's Iron Fist. It, yeah. He looks like he looks like I could beat him in a fight, and that's just wrong. I, it, if they're going with the process of well, this is like Daredevil. Whereas the first season, he's basically becoming Daredevil. So, okay, he's, he's gradually learning it. But, but the problem is, how many years? How many years was he training as a – he should be Iron Fist already. He should be, 
Yeah. And he clearly well, he wasn't because anyway. Yeah, the the fight okay. scenes just don't work. Um so hopefully um Danny Rand has been training a lot because my gosh it's like you can't have we'll the out. martial artist character be the worst hand-to-hand fighter. That's really irritating. Really irritating. We'll get you know, to something like on that in just a minute. We really Excellent. will. Excellent. We need to move on. I know. Go. Um, yeah, the, the next thing that came out blew my mind because I don't know what the hell it came out for. Will Smith announced that Star Wars is better than sex. This has nothing to do with anything, but this was a headline on CNN for like an hour. I don't know why. I don't know what it has to do with anything else. But it was there, and I thought I'd throw it out because that's what was next. This was followed by yet another trailer from Fox uh, concerning the upcoming X-Men TV series, Gifted which is it's still DP seven. If you know your Marvel history, but something about the two things struck me about this trailer. Uh, the first was that they, they're being really, really cheap about the way they did this. Um, you know, you've seen the trailers before where they put a flash of character's face on the screen and then his name, right? You've seen those because they've been doing those yep. for years. They did that in this. But they're they're losing what little creativity they have because it went like this. Thunderbird, you go, yay, he's in the movie. Polaris, I've seen her before. Excellent. Blink. Blink was already in one of the movies, and she didn't look like that, but that's okay. Eclipse, okay, that's the name of that character. Andy, hang on a minute. Andy? Really? And the next one, Lauren. No. No, no, you, you just got lost all credibility. Code name, code name, code name, Andy. Seriously, how how that, that's that's pathetic. You can do better. This, this is already uh, lined up to be. I don't care if he doesn't have a code name yet. Come up with something better. Thunderbird, Polaris, Blink, Eclipse, Andy. No, that doesn't work. I've seen five. They can make better trailers than that. Although it was interesting that if you look up the names, Andy and Lauren, their last name is Strucker, which confused the crap out of me because Strucker is the same name as Baron Von Strucker, who was a Captain America bad guy who Fox doesn't have the rights to. Interesting. Hmm. But they're not related. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Then Marvel came out with something to counteract this counteracting the absolutely crappy TV series trailer with a new promo for the Defenders, which does look good. Danny Rand looks considerably better in this than he did in his own series. Uh, It comes out in less than a month, and I am really looking forward to seeing this. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and Rand does look better in this. Yes. Well, kind of happy by default, I would think. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's been working out with the rest of the crew. Yeah, I like, and again, it's it's awesome that the focus of the defenders is street level. 
as opposed to yes. you know the huge global global hell a uh, universal literally universal threats which in some cases are wonderful but it's it's nice to see that some of the heroes actually still care about what happens on a daily basis and they want to just take care of their neighborhood which is very very cool uh yeah totally looking forward to this uh electra coming back is awesome sigourney weaver as the big bad i mean man alive it's just there's so much to like about this series i'm super hyped there is a clip of uh sigourney weaver with uh, I've forgotten the name of the crime boss, old Asian woman whose name has escaped. There's a uh, there's a scene with them that's online already, so check that out. Um, might give you an idea of what's going on, or it might make you more confused like it did me. But that's okay. Uh, speaking of confusion, do you remember the TV series on USA called Psych? Yes. I do. Sean and Gus is the, the fake psychic and everything. They're making a movie. Congratulations. Moving on. DC, <laughs> I feel uh, the DC same way. Comics then, yeah, DC Comics then announced uh, the next of their animated movies that are coming out. Uh, so, yay. They start, they're starting out by uh, bringing uh, Batman's Gotham by Gaslight, which I mentioned, I think, two weeks ago which is going to be really cool. I like the sound of it. The next two, we're getting a two-part animated movie again, kind of like we did with um, what the Frank Miller Dark Knight uh, Batman stuff, only this time it's going to be the death and reign of Superman, or death of Superman and reign of the Supermen. And this threw me off a little bit because the first of these really awesome animated movies was the death of Superman. They did Doomsday, um, but they've said that they're, they never really liked the way it came out, and they're redoing it better this time. So is this a good thing, a bad thing? I'm, I'm thinking it has the potential for being a good thing. Potential? Yes. Yeah, there's a potential for being a good thing. Um, yeah, we'll see. That's all I can say. I mean, I, there's not a lot. Yeah. Not much, not much we can go with on this. Um, and then then we got our second bit of bad news concerning actor John Hurd, um, yeah. who died at the age of 72. Now, again, this is, this is a bad reporting thing because – and I'm, I'm going to go through this list <clears throat> as quickly as I can. Let's see here. Movies – let's see. Yeah, movies he was in include – Beaches, Gladiator, Awakenings, After Hours, Pelican Brief, Radio Flyer, My Fellow American, Snake Eyes, uh, Guardian, Debaters, Bountiful Trip, Chumps Cover, Lucky Ones, TV shows he was on include Miami Vice, Soprano, Battlestar Galactica, Entourage, Prison Break, CSI Miami, uh, NCIS Los Angeles, Equalizer, Outer Limits, The Client, MacGyver, for Christ's sake. And what did they put in the headline? Home Alone actor dies. Yep. Seriously, this guy won an Emmy for The Sopranos, and you're saying he's the Home Alone actor. I am not that's, happy with the reporting of that. That's what every headline showed. Everyone, from IMDb to CNN, everywhere else. And it was a movie that he was trying to get away from. He didn't want to be in that movie. It was one of those things he was disappointed by. Anyway... Enough of that. Moving on. 
Um, got some odd news from a company that did not get one of the big things at Comic-Con, but they announced it there. The 1980s classic video game Galaga is going to become an animated TV series. Which I thought was very strange because Galaga didn't have much of a storyline. It's, you're in a spaceship, go shoot those uh, spaceships over there. Not much of a storyline to it. but Not a lot of storyline, no. But then again, we have an emoji movie. That is so. that is also true. <laughs> um, then the next thing that popped up, or there were many things, was the first of the best cosplay links on CNET. And, and that's something Comic-Con is known for, is people dressing up as characters from your TV series, your comic books, your movies, whatever. And frankly, from this first link... And this is just the, the primaries. We'll get to the others. I was disappointed because the best cosplay person they showed out of the hundred something pictures was a very large chested Snow White. The rest of them kind of looked crap. <laughs> I'm not necessarily knocking anybody. Um, I guess, you know, if you want to place a second place, the that would be the Miami Vice colored stormtrooper. Yeah, it, it degraded that quickly. It just. That's scary. I thought so. So moving on from there, they announced that Thor's Ragnarok movie had wrapped and uh, they're done with reshooting. Here, have some new artwork, and you kind of go, but but there's supposed to be a trailer. Why isn't there a trailer? Is there no trailer? And there wasn't yet. We'll get to it. Uh, the next announcement they made, there will be no crossovers with the X-Men for the Gifted or Legion TV series even though they take place in the X-Men universe, use X-Men characters, and would might make just a bit of sense. Something that just... I did did, did not care for. Um, does that make sense to you? Because it doesn't make any sense to me. None at all. Okay. Good. So moving on. Uh, next thing that came out that I had noticed was a trailer for Steven Spielberg's new movie, Ready Player One, which I, I'll be honest, I'm, I saw the trailer. I'm still not entirely sure what the movie is about other than it takes place in a virtual reality world where we see things like Freddy Krueger, the Iron Giant, Kaneda's bike from Akira so that we know they can make it, so make the Akira movie and get it over with. Um, and you think, you think, with background music by Rush, my 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 band, yeah, well not my band, my favorite band, like I'm, like I'm a musician, with Rush playing in the background, you'd think I'd like this trailer, but I still left it going, eh. Well, I don't know if I'm that interested in it. Oh, did you have an I, opinion I, on it? I, I love the trailer. I love but here's the difference. Okay. Did you read the book? Did you read the book? No. A that's why you don't love. That's why you don't love the trailer. See, there we go. Because I knew there was a book. The tra- oh, yeah, the trailer references the book so much, and and the book is, you nailed it. I mean, basically, they're everyone, everyone, not everyone, but the common people, the lower middle class, which is basically all of humanity at this point, 
they, their only escape, as it says in the trailer, is this virtual world. The conceit, the concept of the book and the film is that all of pop culture is available in the Oasis, which is why you see the Iron Giant, Freddy Krueger, Kaneda, et cetera, et cetera. The book is fantastic, partly because of all these references and how they're worked in. It, it's about a contest, and, and the trailer absolutely could have been better to tell the story, and the next trailer, I'm sure, will. But basically, right. there's a contest, and you can escape the horrors of your crappy reality if you win this contest. It's a scavenger hunt, more or less. And you have to know pop culture to continue on through the scavenger hunt, so that's the concept. However, they're actually fighting, and bad things can happen to you if you are hurt in this um, this. Uh, Virtual world, VR world. Right. Yeah, the book is awesome. Uh, I have a feeling, just from based on the trailer, uh, looks like it'll be great. The fact that they got the rights to all these properties just amazes me. Um, one of the reasons yeah. Rush is in the trailer is because the the uh, I hear there's references. Yeah, the ultra rich right. person who created the contest to give away all his wealth. Rush was his favorite band, so that's why Rush is in the trailer. So the fact that oh, they're paying that much attention to it. That makes me happy. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this movie. And it's Spielberg, okay. which usually is a very good thing. Well, you know, I, I saw the word Spielberg. I saw Canada's bike, and I heard Tom Sawyer and went, okay, I am going to see it, but I'm not sure if I'm excited <laughs> about it. I'm, but I, I absolutely I'm more agree excited. with you. It's hard to tell what's going on from that trailer unless you've read the book. So they do right. need to do a little more explication of what's going on. But as far as getting you hyped and – like, oh, this looks cool, because it does look really cool. Looks prettier than Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. So, and probably actually has a plot. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Concept. Um, next thing that wandered through uh, was for the Stephen King series, The Dark Tower, which was an eight, five billion page books that is being somehow condensed down to an hour and a half movie. Hmm? <laughs> uh, don't panic. The director has said, it's not the whole thing. Duh. We're just doing bits of it. It's going to end up being a series. Don't panic. Of course, because how – you can't – it's hard to do justice to a Stephen King book in one film, let alone a series. So, of course, it's just the beginning. Which brings me back to the person that I really want to see play James Bond, which is Idris Elba. Yes. Who is one of the stars of The Dark Tower. Uh, Tom Hardy would be great, but Idris Elba, I cannot think of an actor, literally cannot think of an actor who would be a better Bond than Idris Elba because, man, that dude is commanding, intense, badass, awesome. I mean, yeah, he needs to be freaking Bond. And and other than the butthurt people who were sad about, as you announced last week, that there's a female Doctor Who and like you referenced earlier – uh, yeah, yeah. There could be a black James Bond, you know, because people are people. And, and, Why and not? I do. I'm sorry, but I got to jump in here. All the people who are upset that Doctor Who is a woman is like, what's really infuriating that there were 12 doctors who were all men up until this point. That's the stupidity of it. I mean, what? 47 percent of the planet's female. Uh, Hello. It seems like at this point. The doctor, who by the way is an alien, so he's not even freaking human. So he could be the he could be an African gray parrot if he wanted to be because they can talk. Uh, makes well, no yeah, sense we've already done that it took this I long for it to be a woman. So yeah. if if you're upset that Doctor Who is a woman, go tell your mom about it and see what she says. You know, hopefully she'll smack you upside the head for your dumb little opinion. 
Rant over. Oh, not, not really, because I'm going to go into the second cosplay thing popped up on IMDb, and I'll go with the people playing Rogue and Gambit, dressed up like that, not bad. Still prefer Snow White. Um, that and the CBS version uh, of Best Cosplay popped up, and both of them on IMDb and CBS both said, here's a person wearing a costume of fill-in-the-blank. But a lot of them were, here's a person wearing a costume, and I'm kind of going, of what? I don't know what the hell that is. It's very weird, <laughs> quite strange, and you know I, I'm, I'm disappointed by the cosplay this year. Maybe there will be more later. I don't know. But now we get into, the, I guess, the three big new movie news things. DC announced, like Warner Brothers announced, I guess, that they are doing uh, – the Flash movie is going to be called Flashpoint. And if you know the DC comics, you know that's going to be a big thing. Um, and they're doing a, a Green Lantern Corps movie. We knew that already. But the Flashpoint thing, one of the rumors that's been circ- circulating, uh, and despite his protest that it's not going to happen, is that Ben Affleck is not going to be Batman anymore. My thought is, if they're going to remove Affleck as Batman, Flashpoint is probably the best way to do it. Because Flashpoint yep. is one of those things, oh, look, it's a Doctor Who concept, where you go back in time and you change something, and when you get back, ooh, things are different. Kind of like the Flash TV series. Thanks, Barry. And, <laughs> you know, Ben Affleck no longer playing it, but he says he's not leaving, which is fine. Um, but this was well, shortly followed by the new Justice League trailer, which looks awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Except for a and couple I want things. To know, couple things. So there's a couple niggly bits, but that's okay. Now they're major bits to me. Did you catch what they said at a minute 38 into the trailer? Mm, probably, yeah, but refresh my memory. They had the bad guy of this movie, who is Steppenwolf. No, not the band. Right. Uh, doing a awesome. big voiceover. Awesome. The Kryptonian is gone. Right. And... This planet has no lanterns. Yep. Which me says to me almost immediately, there's going to be at least one Green Lantern in this movie eventually. We haven't seen it yet. We don't know who's been cast. In my head, I know they filmed it because you mentioned them. They're going to show up. Oh yeah. So. That's and, and what are your the, thoughts on this trailer? And the fact that when Alfred is sitting there talking to this person who said he said he'd show, you'd show up, I just hope it's in time. The the tint on his glasses is green. So is it? I did not notice that. Yes, that would be a, oh a, the glow the glow of a green ring or Martian Manhunter is glowing for some reason. Uh, so it ain't gonna be Shazam, thank God. No. Uh, it, it needs to be someone in the Lantern Corps. The question is which member of the Lantern Corps. Uh, I'm, hope, I'm holding out hope for Kilowog, and I won't be Kilowog. Um, <laughs> the real question is, is it going to be, <clears throat> is it going to be John Stewart, or is it going to be Hal Jordan? So because they're not going to go with Kyle Rayner, probably going to be Hal Jordan. No. Uh, but See, a lot of people have said that it was Superman that he talked to at the end of the trailer. I'm going to have to go back and relook. Yeah, that, but it doesn't make sense. He said he'd show – because 
why would Superman? Why would someone have to say, "Yeah, he said he'd show up"? She's like, "Well, of course Superman would show up. You know, the world's in peril. Does he have to be asked to show up? That makes zero sense." And, and the way Warner, the way the Warners goes, yeah, it probably will be Superman, because why not? Because Jesus, you know, Patty Jenkins, please take over the studio, because then the movies will all be awesome. The director of Wonder Woman, for those who don't realize. Uh, a couple things I didn't like about the trailer is here we are with another beam of energy from the sky, like freaking always. Here we are with someone landing on the ground in the three-point stance, like freaking always. It's like, it's minor, but they're so played out and they're so tired. And just be a little creative. Now, what gives me hope is, because we've talked about it before in this show months ago, we probably talked about it two or three times that they're going to adapt the Flashpoint Paradox, which is one of the best animated films they've ever done. It's an awesome storyline. Like you said, this would be the point where they cross over in the books too. Absolutely. This is the point where they can uh, switch over the Batman if they wish to do that, which would make sense. Although the only problem is, well, actually they haven't announced the next Batman movie because going back to what we talked about rewrites, and that's the whole issue with, gee, is Batfleck going to be Batfleck? Because not only did he step down as director, but now they've scrapped the script that he was a co-writer on. So he's got to be yep. kind of thinking, yeah, I'm not really sure if I'm that invested. Apparently he is. And as he said, this is the best character to play. And I can see his point. I'm not sure if he's – it's certainly one of the best characters to play, period. So I can I see why he would want to keep doing that. Yeah, but, if you're playing Batman, you are instantly cool, no matter oh yeah. what, whoever you are. I mean, yeah, your kids. And love I'm you. not, I'm not knocking Adam West, but Adam West was never cooler than when he was Batman. Oh, absolutely true, absolutely you know, true. And he made he made bank off that for the rest of his career. And you absolutely. see Michael Keaton on talk shows, and he comes out and like it's one that was just done just a little while ago, and I can't remember who he was. In, who was interviewing him? Oh, um, Stephen Colbert, and he said, "You were Batman," right. and he instantly interrupts and says, "No, I'm Batman," and, it's, and the audience just roars because, yeah, basically, in, in a lot of ways, he still is Batman. So yeah, I can yeah. see him. But Flashpoint Paradox would be an, an excellent point to have to switch from Ben Affleck to a different Batman, which hopefully, and I don't think this would happen. But I'm really, really, really hoping. I don't see him continuing it, but since they're doing the Flashpoint Paradox and since Thomas Wayne is a major character in Flashpoint Paradox and they've already had a particular actor play him. Actually, he's been played more than once, but I really hope it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan because he would be a badass Thomas Wayne Batman. He would be awesome. Absolutely. I'm really hoping they go with him. Anyway, on to other stuff. On to other stuff, the next thing that came across my desk was a picture of John Barrowman in a TARDIS dress, which apparently made people unhappy. Um, the only reason I bring that up is because that's what happened when the power went out at my house for a few hours. Thank you. <laughs> um, so when everything came back on, the first thing that came across was that there's going to be the Captain Marvel movie done by Marvel Comics, which is very different than Shazam. Uh, I'm looking forward to this, and the thing that threw me off was they announced it's going to be a prequel to Iron Man One. Yep. Um, so there's going and there's going to be scrolls in it because 
scrolls need to be associated with Captain Marvel. That's what they do. And Nick Fury will be in the movie, but without his eye patch, because it's from before he got his eye poked out or whatever happened to it. Yes. Uh, your thoughts? I, I think it's awesome. I think it's very cool that they're setting her up as a major hero. It'd be kind of hard to throw her in with the current timeline and have her yeah. is like, oh, you know, she's this super important, amazingly powerful. I mean, Captain Marvel is supposed to be the big, not the big bad, but the big good, I guess, of Marvel. One so of, having, yeah. her, having her uh, fight the Skrulls by herself, that's pretty badass. Uh, so I, I love the fact that it's a prequel. I, I love that Samuel L. Jackson is going to be in it because there's your tie into the rest of the universe. And he gets to not wear the eye patch. Of course, he did not wear the eye patch for one thing, but his eye will look normal. So good for Samuel. Right. Uh, yeah, this, this makes me very, very happy. And the actress Brie Larson is excellent. Um, they make awesome casting decisions at Marvel and super happy about this. Uh, never occurred to me of uh, this would be a way to go, and, and this is brilliant. And, I mean, she is Captain Marvel, so there's no problem with her coming to, into the current timeline for the follow-up to Infinity War and help yeah. save the day because, come on, that's not a spoiler. I mean, everyone knows that's likely going to, going to happen. To so. Yep. Yeah. so very, very awesome. I love that news. Uh, this was followed shortly by, hey, look, here's the Thor trailer. I don't know why there was such a gap. I mean, it was almost a day, which annoyed me. But, hey, there's a new trailer. <laughs> My, <clears throat> the, as far as I'm concerned, I didn't like the music as much because the first one had a good version. It, it, it was the, the Led Zeppelin song. Um, what's the Immigrant Song, which is it's a great song yes. anyway, and it works. So the music is worse. Oh, absolutely. The trailer works. is better. The trailer itself was better. No, oh, the trailer's um, awesome. My, my my one snag is Doctor Strange was not in the trailer, but I know he's in the movie. Right. And they'll probably release a final a trailer at the end. Uh, yeah, this trailer is so awesome, mainly for me because it shows Kate Blanchett as Hela. And yep. wow, scary, yeah. badass, amazing. So, yeah, uh, ab- absolutely awesome trailer. And combine that with the other, with the first trailer that came out, this this looks like a huge, huge hit. I cannot imagine that this won't be the most successful Thor movie. I mean, it just looks terrific. Uh, hands down. It does. Um, but I, I guess the other bad thing I, about it was I found it because IMDB found a way around the ad blocker on my browser. Not happy. That's not cool. No. So brace yourself, people, that they found a way around it. Curse you, IMDb. But the last thing, and th- this was sent to me this morning by, uh, uh, who was it? It was some guy who uh, went by the name Red Rice Cakes. I think that was you. Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to the last thing, one more thing. Oh, because I don't want okay. uh, that needs to be the last thing. Uh, news yeah. about the Ant-Man and Wasp movie. Awesome oh, yes. news about the Ant-Man Wasp movie. Uh, two cast members have been announced. Michelle Pfeiffer is going to play Jan- Janet Van Dyne, the original Wasp, and that is amazing, awesome, perfect casting. And, yes, I don't care that she's blonde. I mean, they can dye her hair black. Or just have the Wasp have blonde hair. No, she needs to have black hair. Anyway, that is fantastic news. Even better to me, it, it, this is completely out of left field, 
Um, <clears throat> Bill Foster worked with Henry Pym. Uh, he became right. Black Goliath, and then he became Giant Man. He is in the film. Lawrence Fishburne is playing Goliath. Ooh. And it's like, oh, my God. I mean, I almost – I mean, it sounds crazy, and it sounds extremely dorky and nerdy, but literally – got goosebumps when I read that the first time. They got goosebumps again. And Lawrence Fishburne is just a, such an incredible actor. And to have him in the Marvel Universe and an excellent character. Like, oh man, this is just Wait till he meets so Nick looking, Fury. <laughs> so looking forward to this movie. Oh my gosh. I was looking forward to it already, but man, they just knocked it out I'm of the guessing park. that happened when my power was out. With, uh. Again. Probably it is. Again, with the casting. I mean, my gosh. That's just perfect. Absolutely freaking nailed it. So, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Wonderful. Wonderful news. Anyway, on to the really big news. The really you big. This, you were sent this trailer by uh, this pervert. Yes. Uh, if you want to see the leaked version of the Avengers Infinity War trailer, go to YouTube now. I suspect it will be gone soon. Uh, you'll be able to see about, what, a half to two-thirds of the screen because somebody doesn't know <laughs> yeah. how to hold a camera. At an angle. And it's still yeah, up. at an angle. I just checked. Hey. That was the irritating. Check it out now while it's there. It's noise. It would be great if there was a full version. Hint, Marvel. Hint, Marvel. Um, hint. Hint. That, that would be awesome. Because this trailer is where this is the culmination of all the Marvel movies so far. Everybody wants to see this, and I, I suspect it, as soon as Comic Con is actually over, which is later this afternoon, it might go online because you know you've, they've got the ticket money. You can put it out online so the world can see it. That's my feeling, anyway. I so, agree. It looks awesome. And yeah. Yeah, there's so much in so, this. And and this this is why one reason why they need to release it online because the Justice League trailer looks really good. I mean, like I I have a couple of quibbles with it, but it looks really good, it makes me want to see the movie. Right. This thing makes me feel like I will die I if I don't die. see the movie. I don't see the movie. Exactly. Uh, I I don't know if it's possible. For it to beat the Force Awakens opening weekend record, which was just shy of two and a half, I'm sorry, two hundred and fifty million. I was thinking of a quarter of a billion dollars, but this could actually break that record. Um, it could, man. It I looks. Think, I actually think amazing. It, will. it looks absolutely amazing, and this is from seeing like, like Rob said, half to two thirds of the screen at about a forty degree degree angle, so you miss a, a lot of what's going on. Man, uh, and it's out of focus and everything. Every moment, still, every moment is absolutely amazing. I mean, they could charge seriously. They could charge like a dollar to watch the trailer, and they would probably make fifty million today. Um, it's just more than Valerian. So, so good. Yeah, um, you can already tell. There's so much at stake. <laughs> Which is sad, isn't it? But it, it would. It would make twice as much as, as a full movie. Um, yeah. I was incredibly hyped. It just looks amazing and 
so many character changes going on and, and characters popping up. And, yeah, you know they're going to be there because virtually every Marvel character that they've had on screen is going to be in this film. But still, uh, the action sequence at the very end, which is like five seconds, basically looks like uh, <clears throat> the big bad decided to throw a moon or a planet at the Avengers. So yeah, right. that's kind of kind of upper level. That's that's a little that's a couple pay grades up from what the defenders are fighting. Which again, I love the defenders concept, but this just looks incredible. So looking forward to it. A long, long winter and spring until that comes out. But looking forward to May. Actually, just yes. looking forward to the trailer. That too. Even looking forward to tonight when we're supposed to be guest starring on Ted's show. Did Ted call during the show? I missed it. I was reading all the news we uh, still had. To the best of my knowledge, Ted did not call during the show, and if he did, I missed it. But, Ted, we apologize if we missed it, but we will be on Late Night Parents at some time this evening. I'm not sure when because we're waiting from Ted to hear it, which is okay because we still didn't even cover all the news from a Comic-Con. So No. We, we just will... ran out of our show. Actually, we're over. Yes, Who like, cares? Yeah, we're listening. well over. So that is about it as far as I know. Well, we could probably be on for, for another hour, but that's really about all we're going to do. And sometime this evening, we will be on Late Night Parent. Go to latenightparents.com, and you can find the link to his show. And it's this will probably be the worst show to listen to because we'll be on. But a fantastic show at all times. Anything yes. else, sir? Completely spectacular. I I'm tired. I need a nap. That was a lot of stuff, and we're not – yeah, not even there yet. So, yes, good. Scatterbrained. Bye. Done. Goodbye. Thanks. Goodbye. Good night, everybody. Ariel, Opa, ride! Do you think they will let me live in Montana? I was thinking of the immortal words of Socrates, who said, I drank what? Man, we have a weird job. It's shameful, but uh, it's a living. Dorn, that's the end.